This podcast is part of the Everyday Heroes Podcast Network, the network for first responders and those who support them. All right. Happy New Year. Happy. It's January 2022. Till November that. to be able to write that date correctly and then we'll be changing again. The other day I literally wrote 2020. Yes. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm done with 2021. Well, if I had my way, I'd go, I'd just be writing 1987 or whatever. <laughs> um, I'm Nicole. Lara. And this is Scissors and Scrubs. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll be touring by the end of the year. Oh boy. <laughs> That's my dream. I say it literally every fucking year. We yep, well, haven't toured yet. Well, you never know. So we decided to get kicked back, mm-hmm. put on our drug rugs, mm-hmm. spark up the bond, mm-hmm. put the Cheech and Chong movies on. Mm-hmm. <sighs> We're going to talk about some weed. Weed. And we're going to talk about vape. Yeah. Yeah. It's wicked cool. Weed, man. <laughs> Mary Jane's. Marijuana. <laughs> pot. Bones. There's a lot blunts. of words. A lot of words. I could go it. on and on of all the names yeah. for pot. Yeah. You can eat it. You can smoke it. Oh, you, can. you can do all kinds of shit yeah. with it. Weed. It right. still stinks after all these years. Oh my god! It, it, when you eat it, it just tastes like it smells. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Like you think at some point they could learn how to not make it smell like that. I agree. Yeah. But in okay. Yeah. Anyway. So we're gonna talk about pot. Yeah. And we're gonna talk from the National Academics of Science Studies, where I got most of my information. Okay. So it's very hard to talk about the harmful or beneficial effects of pot. Because of the way it's been labeled, there's not scientific proof on pot and its joys or its mm-hmm. negative side effects. So mm-hmm. everything here is kind of like, you're going to hear me say um, words like, what did I write? I'm going to look them up now. Hold on a second. I'm going to look them up. Uh, considered substantial evidence, insubstantial, you know, like you're going to hear me say really vague terminology. Mm-hmm. I also got some information from history.com. Oh, nice. All right. We're going to cover two, I feel like I'm, you know, like a history teacher. Okay. We're going to cover two vocabulary terms. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to talk about THC, which yes. is tetrahydrocannabinol mm-hmm. and CBD, which is cannabidol, can, cannabidiol, whatever, it's CBD. CBD. All right? But now you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay, pot has been around forever, mm. forever. Forests of it. Lo- it's it's going to be my next Christmas tree. Mm. Okay. It was not usually meant to be a hallucinogen. It was used for medicinal purposes. Mm-hmm. It started in Asia around 500 BC. Plants were grown as herbal remedies. Mm-hmm. Early Americans grew hemp for textiles and rope. Yes, right. Imagine smoking a hemp rope. Those things are huge. Yeah. Um, political and racial components to it. They didn't get into what those were, but it made it illegal in the 20th century. Mm-hmm. So marijuana is classified as a highly restricted Schedule One substance. Okay. Because of that federal rating, it makes it very difficult to do a good study on the benefits of harm of it. Mm-hmm. So um, as it's being legalized, the I don't know if it's the marijuana companies the medical profession i don't know who's pushing but they're pushing to get better studies on what it does Mm -hmm. probably i would think the marijuana would want you to have all these benefits for it so that they can push it more yeah 
All right. I literally am very ambiguous about whether it's legalized or not. So I'm not taking any stand either way. Right. I am giving you the information as it was told to me. Um, I don't think you should be in prison for 50 years for selling right. a bag of weed. Right. But I also feel but I also, that legalizing it, it people it smoking it. Constantly. constantly and driving around smoking right. it. Right. Which I, is I, wrong. So. And, and not only that, but I think. Because it's legalized, they don't think it's harmful. It does have harmful yes. effects. Yeah. And people that it really targets it's kids. is brain development. Yeah. And it's fucking up their brain mm-hmm. development. And I don't think they realize. I was just talking to somebody the other day who I adore who smokes like a fucking fiend. I was like, gotta lay off the pot. Mm-hmm. Give yourself a day without fucking pot. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm still calling it a pot like I'm 90. <laughs> All right. I think that's so, what they call it. Pot, weed, whatever. whatever. Bud. Um, the info I found is uh, from Science and Health 2007, and we're going to start with its benefits. Okay. In 1830, Sir William Brooke O'Shaughnessy found that cannabis extracts helped to lessen stomach pain and vomiting for those suffering from, what would they be suffering from in the 1800s? With like arsenic poisoning. Do you remember? Cholera. Oh, cholera. Everybody had fucking cholera mm-hmm. in the 1800s. It was like rampant. It was like getting the flu. Mm-hmm. So by the late 1800s, cannabis extracts were sold in pharmacies and doctor's offices to treat stomach ailments Mm -hmm. and other problems. Later, it was discovered that the THC, vocabulary word, Mm -hmm. was the medicinal property of pot. THC interacts with areas of the brain that are able to lessen nausea and promote hunger. So the U.S. Food and Drug has approved two THC drugs. Okay. Maritol and Syndros to help chemo patients with nausea and hungry, um, and hunger. So, as you know, chemo patients are constantly throwing up. Mm-hmm. So now these are supposed to help them. As, yeah, let's eat. You know, if you've not that I've ever, ever imbibed in marijuana, but you know how hungry you get. <laughs> so get the munchies. Here's the the real like you I you could go to four different restaurants mm-hmm. in one night maybe and, and maybe. continue to just keep fucking eating. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it will promote because it'll promote them to eat and it helps to loosen the nausea. Uh, it's allowing people to also treat chronic pain. So instead of uh, turning to opioids, they're able to turn to um, marijuana so that they're not ODing and just getting addicted to these chronic opioids. There is also, quote unquote, substantial evidence that it can improve symptoms of multiple sclerosis, spasticity syndrome. Oh. So it helps to calm the spasticity down. I mean, like I said, it, it talks about these things. It doesn't get into why or how. Right. I would love to give you more information, but I just don't have it. There is also, quote unquote, moderate evidence to suggest that pot is effective for improving short-term sleep outcomes in individuals with sleep disturbances associated with obstructive sleep apnea syndrome. That doesn't make sense to me no. because I think it you're going to be you so more... relaxed. You're yeah. going to be like, yeah. right. Unless you're just sleeping on your stomach. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to help with fibromyalgia, chronic pain, like I said, and MS. It has improved the appetite of those with HIV and AIDS. Mm-hmm. It has helped with Tourette syndrome, which I could be so fucking relaxed. You know, right. be spassing out. Right. Um, it improves anxiety symptoms. So what I also found in this study is a lot of the stuff is going to contradict itself. I was going to say. Okay. They say that. And then it's and going I've to tell had you multiple discussions with my child. It makes you it paranoid. Makes you paranoid. Right. It makes you anxious. Right. So maybe for some people it does, but not for That's everybody. That's the thing. I right. think it it depends on the person taking it. Right. All right. So it it's going to contradict itself. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so it is uh, the anxiety symptoms of those with anxiety disorders. It helps uh, with PTSD. It's better. What did I write? <laughs> it helps with traumatic brain injuries. Okay. It helps with the out outcomes. <laughs> That's what I wrote, except it looks like an N and not an O. Uh, it gives you better outcomes after treating um, traumatic brain injuries. The report was unable to substantiate evidence to say pot is good for Huntington's, Parkinson's, dystonia, schizophrenia, IBS, or cancer-related anorexia. Though there are patients who swear mm -hmm. it helped them with all of these diseases. The study has solid information stating marijuana as a solid treatment for symptoms with chronic pain, like I said. Mm -hmm. And solid information that it does help with the vomiting from chemo. It is considered a safe drug mainly because it has never been linked to an overdose. Mm -hmm. But it isn't as harmless and safe as people like to think. Right. Dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. Okay. There is quote-unquote substantial evidence that long-time smokers will increase respiratory symptoms because mm -hmm. you're, you're smoking it like a cigarette. Yeah. And you have more frequent bronchitis episodes. So that's the other thing. You see all these people fucking vaping, vaping, vaping. I'm going to vape, vape, vape. Ten years, mm -hmm. you watch the mm -hmm. lung diseases these oh, kids yeah. are going to have. Yeah. I, 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 I want to grab them, shake them, and be like, stop treating your body mm -hmm. like a toilet bowl. Mm -hmm. Okay. Pregnant women who smoke pot will have lower birth, birth weight babies. Same thing as if you're smoking cigarettes. Mm -hmm. For pot smokers, in general, there is a greater risk of development. Now, this was very interesting, and I googled 4,000 websites trying to get more information on it. They are linking long-term pot smoking with schizophrenia. Huh. Now, they don't know, were you already schizophrenic and you are medicating with the marijuana? Right. But they tend to think there is more of a link there than that. Wow. So, um, and it's also linked to other psychoses. But we are talking a long-term, long, term, long uh, many exposure smoker. Somebody who's smoking this shit every day for a long time. Mm -hmm. According to ND, there have been several studies that show cannabis being the most commonly abused substance among schizophrenics. Wow. It is abused more than alcohol among uh, some schizophrenics. Others say they use it to treat symptoms, but like I said, researchers are saying there's more to it than they're just self-medicating. Right. Recent research suggests that smoking um, really high-potency pot mm -hmm. every day increases your chance of developing a psychosis five times. Yes. I mean, so there is something there. And I get it because I think it starts to have a reverse effect on you when you're a chronic smoker. Right. There are also links of pot smoking to testicular cancer. Smoking in the testicles is relinked it's, somehow. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. yeah. It must settle. It finds a bag to hang out right. in. So it's down there. Um, it triggers heart attacks, COPD. It's also showed it worsens symptoms for bipolar, suicidal ideation, suicide attempts among heavy users. And anxiety disorders. Mm -hmm. So it just told you it helps with anxiety, but now it's also telling you it worsens anxiety. Right. I have maybe never done pot, but maybe I would get paranoid. Right. Maybe I would think the police are coming after me right. because I have pot on me. Right. So how does pot work on the brain? Okay. Well, first, it can be smoked, eaten, or vaped, which mm -hmm. Laura will discuss later. You can extract THC from the plant, and you can get THC resin, and you smoke it. The resin, which is highly potent, mm -hmm. is called dabbing. So if you're smoking the resin, you're dabbing. Okay. Not dabbing. Yeah. Um, they will deliver huge amounts of THC at a quick rate. The dabbing. The dabbing. Okay. And 
my husband was talking about this. He is a court officer and he was talking about people he gets through lockup. They're on THC and they are out of control. Mm -hmm. He's like, and we're talking for hours. Mm -hmm. Worse than he's seen people on other types of ODs. Mm -hmm. So these people end up in the ER because they're not used to the strength of that mm -hmm. THC. After being smoked, eaten, vaped, or dabbed, it gets delivered to the brain. Mm -hmm. THC reacts on specific brain cell receptors that will react. I guess there's normal THC that you'll find in foods that your brain's used to. It's going to go specifically to those receptors. Mm -hmm. It will over-activate those receptors, and that's where you're going to get that feeling of a high. Mm -hmm. And um, the, num the more of these receptors you may have, the more high you're going to feel. Other and symptoms of getting high include an ultra sense, like your colors are really bright. Mm -hmm. When I was watching White Christmas last night, mm -hmm. I could see everybody's makeup really, really <laughs> clear. And I was like, why does he have so much pancake makeup on? Why is he wearing blue eyeshadow? Probably would never have noticed that before. Yeah. An altered sense of time, changes in mood, impaired body movement, which you don't want to get off a couch. Yeah, you're a kid. Yeah, you're not I going anywhere. I can't move my ass. Okay. Difficulty with thinking and problem solving. Mm -hmm. Not a big surprise. Mm -hmm. Impaired memory. Hallucinations with high doses, like that potent yeah. stuff you might hallucinate. Delusions with high doses. And so uh, psychosis with high doses. And regular, we're talking regular use of these high doses mm -hmm. is when you start getting hallucinations and shit like that. Long-term effects. Smoking from your teen years to adulthood can lead to how the brain builds co connections while it's developing. So you're fucking yourself up mm -hmm. when you're smoking this much pot. You don't need to smoke that much pot. No. Being a teenager can be fun. Yeah. Um, it has also been linked to mental illness, hallucinations, paranoia. It can be addictive. They like to think, oh, it's not addictive. But there are people who can't go to sleep without it. There, you cannot tell me that weed is not addictive. I, I, that's exactly. That people who have to do it five times a day. Why do you have to do it five they times a day if you're not a... Right. right. They can't sleep without it. They right. can't do something without it. I can't, I can't go, go to the party without, without it. it. Yeah. So I don't... I agree with you 100%. I, I think it's as addictive as anything else. Mm -hmm. I don't think... if It's like... I don't think it's like math where, you know, you try it once and you're fucking hooked. No, I think you can do it recreationally. Right. But, but you when do you it every day, you're going to be stuck user, doing yeah. it every day. Yeah. All right. So um, there are two pot conditions... Okay. That can develop. You can get cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome. Ooh, yes. That sounds terrible. Mm, it is terrible. Mm. It's rare and it only occurs in daily long-time users. Okay. So you are a Cheech and Chong guy. If the brain, um, in the brain, pot calms nausea and vomiting. That's what mm -hmm. it does. But in the digestive tract, it does the exact opposite. It can oh. speed shit up. That's probably why you're so fucking hungry. Right. Um, prolonged extensive use causes the brain receptors to react differently than they usually do. And it's going to make you have severe bout bouts of vomiting. Yeah. Like it's going to throw you into, I cannot stop throwing up. Mm -hmm. There are three stages to this. I'm just going to call it CHS because it's a long word. <laughs> so you have the prodromal phase. The main symptoms of this, are you wake up in the morning, you got belly pain, you're nauseous. Every morning you're waking up like you have morning sickness mm -hmm. almost. You're going to start developing a fear. Like, I'm going to throw up. I feel like I'm going to throw up. Um, but some people smoke through this because they think it's what's going to make them better when mm. it's actually going to make it worse. Yeah. It's going to bring you to the hyperemetic phase. <laughs> this is a good part. Uh, ongoing nausea. Repeated episodes of vomiting mm. and belly pain. 
decreased food intake and weight loss and dehydration because you're constantly fucking vomiting. Mm -hmm. During this phase, vomiting is intense and overwhelming. I never want to vomit to the point it is intense (laughs) and I am overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. In order to make it stop, you have to completely stop using pot. Like immediately. You have to stop using pot. And then they also have to give you IV fluid replacements, medicine to stop vomiting, probably compazine, mm-hmm. pain meds, proton pump inhibitors, benzos to calm you down. Wow. And it can take two days for you to stop fucking puking everywhere. Wow. Okay. And you can be okay, but if you pick up another joint or a smoke, mm-hmm. you're going to start all over again. Ugh. And you're going to be intense and overwhelmed. So the other thing that could happen to you is a green out. Have you ever heard of green out? No. It's an urban dictionary term. It's a cannabis-induced physiological or psychological panic attack. Oh, lovely. It is caused by smoking or ingesting too much cannabis too quickly. It occurs when the brain receptors take in more THC than they can handle. Symptoms. Nausea, dizziness, paranoia, anxiety, heart rate goes up, drowsiness, dry mouth, and I'm going to add your body temperature goes through the fucking roof. Mm. Okay. Because maybe somebody's felt this before. <laughs> and it wasn't until we had hyperemesis that I felt better. <laughs> they can lead to uh, heart complications because your heart rate's going up, you yeah. know, and you're panicking. And so you're going to have a heart attack. Mental health complications, dehydration. So to avoid having a green out, because you're going to see this a lot. And it happened probably more before they legalized a lot of the edibles. You didn't know what the fuck you were getting right. in the edibles. Right. I mean, you could get... And now they're like, oh, this is 2.5 milligrams. This is 5 milligrams. People are getting 90 milligrams. Right. People are getting a ridiculous amount in these, you know, a little gummy packed with more shit than you could handle. Yeah. So um, to avoid it, be careful with your edibles, yeah. Laura. Mm-hmm. They take longer to kick in. So people take... Yeah, that's the other thing. They, one, nothing. Yeah. Two, nothing. Three, nothing. Then that, you're boom. Yeah, like, we know yeah. somebody that did that was like, okay, like you got to give it a minute, right. you know, because smoking it. You're going to feel it almost right instantaneously. Yeah. But eating it's going to take 30 to 45 you have to digest minutes. It. You have to, and if you eat it with food, it may happen quicker. But if you're eating on an empty stomach, it takes what Your body has to process it. So they're like 10 minutes later, I don't feel shit. And they pop three more. And then they're fucking so high they don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's recommended to take three milligrams of an edible to start with. Wait 30 to 90 minutes before taking any more. I suggest wait more like 90 minutes because mm-hmm. it can take it a long time. A long time. And they will creep up on you. Like mm-hmm. you think that you're not feeling anything and then it peaks, but you have two more behind. It's like drinking. You yeah. can't be pounding shots because by the time the first one hits, you've already had half a bottle. Mm-hmm. Know your limits. Consume with friends, Laura. Mm-hmm. It's always a good time with friends. Mm-hmm. Take lower THC products. Don't buy the high potent shit. If you green out, <laughs> drink water, juice, or tea. Mm. Grab CBD oil. It counteracts THC almost immediately. Really? Yes, which I found very interesting. It mitigates THC. So if you're doing it for the first time, you don't know how you're going to react, have CBD oil there. Boop, boop, boop. It'll start counteracting it. Change your environment. Hmm. So if you're 120 degrees, go sit outside in the three degree January weather and cool off. Not forever. Not forever. You'll have hypothermia. Fresh air, go someplace calm and reassure yourself, Laura. I remember what's the guy? He was a senator, Al Franken. And he used to do the self. You look in the mirror and it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot what the word. You're good. And I like me, gosh darn it. (laughs) Um, And I got that from bluntness.com. Nice. All right. Now we're going to talk about what putting all that into a fucking vape does to you yeah 
Um, I got all my information from hopkinsmedicine.org and kidshealth.org. Was blunt.com offline and you couldn't get it? <laughs> I didn't go to blunt.com. Because well, I just did the vaping, but they talk about THC vaping. So vaping is the inhaling of a vapor created by an electronic cigarette or an e-cigarette. An e-cigarette is a battery-powered smoking device. They have cartridges filled with a liquid that normally contains nicotine flavorings and a shit ton of chemicals. The e-cigarette heats that liquid into a vapor, and that is what is then inhaled. Mm-hmm. Um, there are many different types of e-cigarettes. Some are disposable. The liquid is already in the device when you get it. You use it until the liquid is gone, and then you throw the whole thing out. Um, the others look like flash drives. So, yes, so you could go in your kid's room and be like, oh, that's a flash drive for school. No, it's their fucking mm-hmm. vape. Um, like jewels. Jewels yeah. look like flash drives. Um and they make less smoke, so they're really easy to sneak. So that's what kids like, because they can go but to school Laura, and vape. But Laura, if it's so good for you and it's so wonderful... Why sneak it? Why are we sneaking it yeah. and why are children not allowed to have it? Right. If it's well, so I mean, great for you. Right. Um, and the, so they aren't found out when they have like a jewel or something like that. Um, one jewel pod has the same amount of nicotine levels as an entire pack of cigarettes. Holy one shit. pod. And How kids are smoking is three of them. A day. Holy so shit. So they have like three packs a fucking day, thinking they're having three little things. But they're not addictive, Laura. No. They're not addictive. Um, there are also pens that are like subtle, like they're small and round. You can stick it in your pocket. No mm-hmm. one sees it. Um, and you have to buy the pods for that, attach them, and then smoke them. All these different kinds. I mean, for adults, whatever. I mean, you can have a vape if you want. But for kids, parents have to know what all of these look like in the, in the pods that go in them and the caps for the pods, because you'll see... If you walk around your town, I can guarantee you see caps for your, the pods yep. all yep. over the sidewalk. People have no idea what they are. Um, they're all the jewel caps um, or the e-cigarette caps. Um, so you have to know what vapes look like and the pods look like. Some vapes do not contain nicotine. So they think, that's fine. Why mm-hmm. can't I smoke that? It doesn't have nicotine. They still contain chemicals that no one has any idea what chemicals are even in these things. Mm-hmm. And they damage your lungs. You're just vaporizing chemicals your into lungs your are lungs. Just made to breathe in O2, oxygen, nitrogen, whatever oxygen. else is in the air and breathe it out. Mm-hmm. Some pods contain THC. These are especially damaging to the user's cardiovascular system. Most THC pods contain vitamin E acetate. <gasps> it's a thickening agent yeah. that they use. They don't have to put as much THC in it. They can put this thickening agent in. The cheaper or the sketchier the product, the more, the more the vitamin E acetate is going to be in it. In late 2019, early 2020, there was an outbreak of lung injuries and deaths associated with vaping. On January 21st, 2020, the CDC um, confirmed 60 deaths in patients with Evali, which is e-cigarette or vaping product use associated lung injury. So Evali is the lung injuries mm-hmm. you get from vaping. Within From April 2019 to January 2020, 60 deaths. Holy um, shit. Most of the cases were in people who modified their devices or used black market modified e-liquids. So they got them on the internet or something. Because it was cheap. Right. And they're easy to get. And kids can get them on the internet. And if you're addicted and you're doing a lot of these, you can't be paying. Right. They're... Um, and more so with liquids containing THC. Vitamin E acetate was found in all the fluid, the lung fluid samples examined by the CDC of the E-Valley patients during this outbreak. So all of them had this vitamin V acetate. Also, a lot of these people were smoking THC. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but that's not the only THC isn't the only problem. Nicotine is as addict as addictive as heroin. E-cigarettes can deliver more nicotine than traditional cigarettes can. Nicotine spikes your adrenaline, raises your blood pressure, increases increases your heart rate, and increases your chance of heart attack. Um, the nicotine makes them highly addictive, and the amount of nicotine that's in them is insane. I just looked up the company that makes Juul, mm-hmm. makes Marlboro cigarettes. Oh yeah, they're all attached to cigarette companies. Yeah, because I'll go into this. When you get addicted to something, when you get addicted to cigarettes or nicotine at a young age, they have a lifelong customer. You're done. And and you can develop other addictive yep. problems from the nicotine because yep. then you just you get addicted to other things more easily. But if you start with the e-cigarette, which kids are starting with because it doesn't smell and whatever, most of the time they will go to regular cigarettes. So these companies that make these are cigarette companies that are behind them. I didn't realize them. they go to regular cigarettes after. Um, it also affects teens' brain development, nicotine, which can make it harder for them to learn and concentrate. It can permanently change a developing brain in ways that affect mood and impulse mm-hmm. control. Nicotine, which they already have problems with. Right. And then you're adding nicotine yeah. onto it. Um, nicotine withdrawal is a bitch. Like, it's a... That's why people don't quit smoking. I've never, it's, I've never smoked, so... It's awful. Um, so when you don't have a vape, if you're a kid... You're trying to get vapes. You're trying. To, you don't have it. You go into withdrawal. You're an asshole, mm-hmm. and you're sick. Um, I mean, I can tell you, my mother quit smoking after 50 years of smoking. Yeah, five years ago. Every day of her life, she yeah. has to tell you how much she misses smoking. It's a how much life. She loved it. I was yeah. like, Mom, mm-hmm. I got it. Stop talking about yeah. it. It's a lifelong addiction. Yeah, and a lifelong craving. Yeah, and I think these kids that are vaping, it gets safer. Don't realize they have. I know they know there's nicotine, but I don't. They don't realize they're smoking. No, and they don't realize they, they're smoking more. Right. Than, than if they, they would be if you were smoking a cigarette. Yeah. They don't get that. Like yeah. people. Anyway, it's so. Which are all symptoms from nicotine? Headache, tiredness, crankiness, anger, depression, trouble concentrating, trouble sleeping, hunger, restlessness. It is not fun. No. It is an awful no. time, and it lasts for weeks. I mean, the first week is a nightmare. It gets better it's as you go on. the social habit of it, too. Like, right. if my mother's drinking was drinking a cup of coffee, there was a cigarette right. in her hand. If her friend lit up a cigarette, she's nervous, light up a cigarette. Mm-hmm. First thing in the morning, light up a cigarette. Last right. thing before it's bed, light up. It's a routine. I mean, I'd hear my father get up, the click of the Zippo light, lighter, yeah. it'd smoke, you know, like, your dad's up. You could smell the candles drifting across the hallway. Yeah. You know, it was. it's a social thing, and it's hard to break those habits. Right. Um, some people use vaping as a tool to quit smoking cigarettes. Yeah, I have somebody doing that. I'm like, so they're, you know, a cigarette smoker. They want to quit that. It's good. Mm-hmm. Glad you want to quit. But it's like from heroin to methadone. Right. It's... They're gonna go to vaping, um, to do that. So the FDA has not approved vaping as a smoking cessation tool and encourages people to weigh the risks and benefits of vaping, and probably try a, an approved tool to yes. quit smoking, not vaping. Um. A study has shown most people who intended to use e-cigarettes to quit smoking end up continuing to smoke cigarettes and e-cigarettes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help you quit. You're still getting that nicotine. Um, and as I've alluded, va- vaping is a huge problem with teens, obviously. My kids say everyone in the school vapes. Every single person in our school vapes. I said, okay, what about so-and-so who you would think would never? Yeah. They said, he was caught in the bathroom vaping at school like... I'm like, no, sir. They're like, yeah, he was. And then like another, and I'm like, what about this part? They definitely, they're like, oh yeah, they would. I'm like, it's, 
Yeah. Rampant. It is awful. Because um, I don't, I think they honestly think in their heads it's not as bad. They think they do. They don't think it's yep. as bad, and they don't understand they're addicted to it. Right. They have no clue that they are addicted to this. It's scary. Yeah. Like not a no, clue. No, I in agree with you hundred percent. Um, it's way more popular than tr- traditional cigarettes because there's no awful cigarette smell. Mm-hmm. So you're not coming in the house. Your mother's going, "Did you smoke a cigarette?" Oh you my have God. The whole neighborhood used to know you smoked. Right. Like everybody knew you smoked. Now, unless you know, like, wait, what? I smell something sweet. Oh, that smells sweet. Mm-hmm. That's how. That's what I always smell. I'm like, you smell sweet. And that's, that's the part, too, that bothers me. You're marking it oh, yeah, towards children with the flavors. Yep. Um, it's cheaper than smoking cigarettes. You can get a oh, bunch of somebody pods. Somebody just said cigarettes is like 15 a pack. Oh, it's insane. So it's you can ridiculous. get the pods for way less, and yeah. you just reuse the, 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 the e-cigarette. Um, and the flavors are a huge draw to kids. Apple pie, cotton candy, watermelon, yeah. cherry. You're not marketing a 40-year-old you know, construction worker with fucking apple pie no, vape. It's for kids. Yeah. It's to get kids hooked to smoke mm-hmm. cigarettes. Um, in 2015, the U.S. Surgeon General reported that vaping among high school students increased by 900%. Unbelievable. And 40% of the users had never smoked before vaping. So it's not like they went to sit from cigarettes yeah. to vaping. They are starting vaping. In another study, 25% of 17 to 18-year-olds um, said that they vaped in the last 30 days. Between 2017 and 2019, adolescent vaping in U.S. more than doubled. I believe it. Between those two yep. years. The chemicals damage their lungs, um, nearly every organ in their bodies, their hearts, and their growing brains. And they don't see a problem nope. at all. Nope. Um, they're invincible, too. Yeah. Valley is serious and life-altering, if not life-ending. Below our... So that outbreak happened in 2019, yep. 2020. Below the some of the things I'm going to say are like little excerpts from patients like reports on what patients suffered during mm-hmm. this outbreak. Um, 61 people died and 2,711 were hospitalized during that time. Wow. From this. Yeah. That's a um, lot. They, one person had dehydration from nausea, multifocal pneumonia, sepsis, acute respiratory failure with hypoxemia, which you have low oxygen, blood clots, and they required a medically induced coma and removal of fluid from the lungs. One person. Um, another vomiting, hemoptysis, which is bloody vomit. Are these people who lived or these are some of the ones who died? No, no. These are people who lived. Okay. Um, vomiting, blood, um, coughing up blood, hemoptysis, and um, lipoid pneumonia, which when lipids like yeah, yeah. clog. Fat, fatty pneumonia. Yes. It like clogs up your bronchioles. Ooh, that's uh, disgusting. Yeah. Nausea. There's another person. Nausea, chest pain, shortness of breath, um, acute respiratory distress syndrome, and they required ECMO, which so means. So ECMO is. Yeah. <laughs> you're in the waiting area to heaven when you go to an ECMO and some people come back and some people don't but yeah. it is the last straw to save you're going your life. on bypass they, bi- they take out all your blood from one catheter spin it around they give it oxygen your lungs a break you're not using yeah. your lungs anymore because that's how bad they are we oxygenate your blood in a machine and yeah. put it back in you they cannot oxygenate what? their blood anymore um, one person had shoulder and back pain and a double lung collapse um, another vomiting, fever, sweating, painful coughing, bronchitis, and double pneumonia. Another had, um, they were vomiting food, oil, and water, oh. and then they aspirated it into their lungs. They required um, supplemental oxygen for daily activities yeah. afterwards. These are young people. Um, severe pain in the side this person had. They had a lung collapse, black spots on their lungs, Um this person used half a jewel mint pod per day for 18 months. That's it. Just half a pod every day. And they had 
All these issues. Lung collapses, blank, black spots mm-hmm. on their lungs. Um, one person had recurrent pneumothoraxes, which means the air gets trapped between your lung and the side. Land your air ribs, gets kind into of. your lung cavity, where, and your lung cavity doesn't... It's it's there's a pressure. I told you you can explain it to me a million times. Okay. I never get it, but there's a pressure inside your lungs, and when air gets in there, it causes a pneumothorax because now it's pushing your lung and your trachea off to the other side because it's filling up with air and it, it collapses. It your collapses lungs. your lungs. Um, an 18 year old bought vaping products from a smoke shop, not requiring ID, so never mm. a good sign. They had trouble breathing. Uh, they were placed in a medically induced coma. They were intubated and they were on a ventilator for um, several weeks. Weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, one person had dizziness, vomiting, abdominal pain, difficulty breathing, and needed supplemental oxygen to go about daily activities. Another had bre- breathing problems that were mistaken for the flu, and eventually they needed ECMO as well. Um, one person had difficulty breathing, required oxygen and steroids. They were diagnosed with popcorn lung, which is an obstruction in the bronchioles, and it's gross, and that's just due to just being so inflamed. Yeah. There's nothing in there. It's just inflammation. Yeah. Um, one person had dizziness and vomiting, trouble breathing, and they were diagnosed with pneumonitis. Another patient disco- was discovered unresponsive in their bedroom with mucus and blood coming oh, out of their mouth from their scary. lungs. That's scary. They were in cardiac arrest. Oh, my God. Um, a 17-year-old from Michigan received a double lung transplant on October 15, 2019. It's believed to be the first of these procedures due to vaping. 17. And the thing is, okay, you're 17, double lung. You're going to need another one by the time you're 37. Yeah. You're going to need another That's one it. by the time you're 57. Yeah. You're on if immunosuppressants you forever. If you survive those. Yeah. And you're, you're fucked. Yeah. You're fucked. Mm-hmm. The CDC recommends that people do not use THC-containing e-cigarette or vaping products because it's going to have that vitamin E acetate, which is causing most of these problems. Mm-hmm. Um, avoid using... Informal sources to get your e-cigarettes, like friends, family, online dealers. Don't get vapes unless it's like literally, not that you should vape anyways, but if you're going to get them, get a company name, something you can see that they sell in stores to people with IDs, like, Mm -hmm. you know, get something that's at least somehow watched over a little bit. (laughs) Regulated. It's not even, they don't even regulate, they still don't know what chemicals are in them, but it's just a little better than some... Shit you get off yeah. the internet. Um, and do not mat- modify or add any substances to a vaping device. Oh, Use it God. as it's intended. Don't try to change it. Go to the store, get some good old-fashioned bud, and just blow that <laughs> shit up. Mm, you know well, what's in it? Well, don't smoke. I mean... Well, no, but if you're going to do it, just get it the old-fashioned way, man. Oh. So Don't be drinking bong water, either. <laughs> no, do not drink bong water. Um, so there was an article on People.com about this one kid. There was a several... Article: A 15-year-old died in that 2019-2020 outbreak. 15. A 17-year-old from the Bronx died. Or Brooklyn, I forget. Um, then another girl during that time saw, because it was all over the news, I remember when it was happening, and she vaped all the time, and she saw, like, oh, shit, people are getting really sick. She's like, I'm done. She told, like, her sister yeah. or somebody, I'm done. I'm not vaping anymore. That night, she started getting fever. She <gasps> was in the hospital for weeks, intubated, everything. Like, she... Holy Smoked shit. Smoked whatever it was. Yeah. She was like, I'm done. I am done vaping. Like, put it down. Like, threw it out. In that night, she got sick and was in the hospital for weeks. Intubated. Oh, my God. Um, she was 17 years old. The, and then this kid, Tristan Zofeld, woke up on July 26, 2019, vomiting everywhere. His heart's racing a million miles an hour. We, like, felt, like, just out of nowhere this happened. His family rushes him to Cook Children's Hospital in Fort Worth, Texas, where he was admitted to the ICU placed in a medically induced coma and intubated. 
He was on a ventilator for 10 days. X-rays show his lungs to be completely blocked. They run a million tests. They have no idea what's happening to this kid. Does he have pneumonia? Does he have this? Does he have that? What is happening? Like, these, his lungs are not working. Um, everything comes back negative. He doesn't have anything that they were suspecting. So that now they're like, what the hell's happening with this kid? Finally, a family member, probably like a little brother or something, mm-hmm. reveals Tristan's been vaping every day since the eighth grade. And he's 18, 17 years old. Oh, my God. Um, his great. parents have no idea that this is like they never brought it up because they didn't think of it at all. But whoever this is, uh, somebody said, said something. Yeah. yeah, it's just his family member. But I'm assuming, you know, your little brother yeah. finally <laughs> was like, all right. I mean, I probably Amazing. should say something now. <laughs> um, the pulmonary pulmonology specialist at that hospital believes the chemicals um, he had been vaping caused his lungs to inflamed to such a point where he could no longer exchange oxygen and CO2. His lungs are scarred. They're scarred for the rest of his life. Um, he, when he wakes up from the coma and finds out what happens, he obviously stops vaping. His friends all stop no vaping. Choice. Right. But his friend, you know, they're all like, forget it. He's like, it's not worth it. I, I, it was stupid to do it in the first place. And then I have to deal with this for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Like no one should be vaping. Um, he had a very lengthy recovery. He had to go to a, like a rehab place to get his strength back and everything. Not worth it. No, it's not. They don't understand it. And, and for what? Right. For what? To get nicotine? Do, like do I, you look cool like sucking on a pen? Right. I, like, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, cigarettes are bad enough. C- right. We all know it. So this what, two or three years ago we did the cigarette episode. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. We go through all of that stuff and how those companies hook you and the dangers of it. And now they're just using this shit. Yeah, they to just, hook you for the same they thing. They shut them down on cigarettes, so they came yeah. up with something else. Right. And the dopes go for it. Right. And since this that outbreak, states a, a bunch of states um, stopped letting them sell flavored mm-hmm. um, pods. Massachusetts did for like a time. I don't know. I think I think now they have a ban on all menthol and stuff in Massachusetts. I think you're right. Yeah, the government cracked down like on who was selling it, blah, blah, blah. A lot of states are still 18 years old. You can get them. Some have moved to 21. You can't get vapes until you're 21. I mean, kids obviously have gotten cigarettes just, since you know the what? age just of time. Just stay but away from the shit. I know. Just stay you away. You don't, don't know what you're inhaling. You have no idea what's in Why does everybody want to be in a fucking altered state of something? Just I know. life sucks. Deal with it. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to learn how to deal with it. Because you can't always medicate to get away from it. Right. All right. That's Anyways. my preaching for the moment. Okay, so... That kicks off our new year. Mm-hmm. Um, I am looking. We've had some people write in some ideas, and I love them. But I'm also looking for a meat and potatoes, like the Rhode Island Station Fire, mm. Coconut Grove, Katrina. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody gave us the MGM a while ago, and it was really yeah, good. That was good. So I'm putting it out there. I, I'm looking for meat and potatoes to mm-hmm. cover because mm-hmm. those episodes were exciting to do and I just feel like I need a little spark in this relationship. Like, yeah. I want a little something. Uh-huh. Looking for meat and potatoes. Um, so that's it. So if you've got a good meat and potato story about something that we may not have heard of or that you just want to hear covered that it's good like that, um, write it in. We'd yeah, love to hear from you. We'd love hearing from you guys. Write in anyway. anything. Right? I mean, we'd love hearing getting the emails. It makes me excited. I'm like, like, Send me, oh, we got this today. Yeah. So, you know, touch base, say hi, that you're still there. Mm-hmm. And um, keep the ideas coming. Somebody's written quite a few that are yeah. pretty good that yeah. we're going to work mm-hmm. on. Coming up. Yeah. And, you know, the Winter Olympics are coming. Can't Summer wait. series. We'll be here before you know it. I know. <laughs> no idea what we're going to cover for that. But it's around the go <laughs> fine. We'll figure it out. It's always uh, something. Who else is going to die this summer? Let's just figure it out. 
Um, all right. So at that, happy new year. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Happy new year. Bye. Like, subscribe, rate, and review the Scissors and Scrubs podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to us on. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Scissors and Scrubs. And email us any of your stories or thoughts to scissorsandscrubs at gmail.com.